you mean you're not going to bed tonight? Michael and I are going to indulge in an all-night orgy of sex and violence. If you are a teenager, you may not have heard of the term video nasty for gross-out films. Police have raided many video shops in the past months. To avoid fainting, keep repeating. It's only a movie. Only a movie. Only a movie. Uh, welcome back to Nasty Podcast, episode three, The Beyond. I'm just going to call him Vicky. Lucio Fulci. Fulci? Fulci? <laughs> the godfather of gore. Fulci. Little Italian man. Uh, Fulci. 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 Born in Rome, June 17th, 1927. Passed away March 13th, 1996. In Rome as well? Yes, all in Rome. And it's interesting, as an Italian director, he's only got 56 directing credits, which is a little low for someone in that time period in the 70s and 80s to direct. It's just yeah. weird because the Italians just fucking go with anything that's big. When you watch the um, doco Euro Crime, the fucking every single Italian was just jumping on board. A lot, of Italian, yeah, a lot of Italians jumped on the cannibal genre, the, the zombie, the zombies, the Jarlo, they all fucking jumped on anything that was making money. So it's interesting to see that Lucci has, a, has only 57. Maybe he 56. took his time in making movies well, to make them as good as they are. Well, that's the thing, because Lucio's always been controversial. The, fucking stand in for controversy. Yeah. He's yeah. always been like the number one guy to go, yeah, it's your fault and all that shit. Mm. Because yeah. I think all the censor boards in every country, I think, pretty yeah. much cut his film to shit all the time. Yeah. Exactly. And he didn't start making horror films until 80s. Really, like, The Psychic came out in 77, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And before that, there was... He made a lot of um, sex comedies, didn't he? Yeah. There was a lot of sex comedies in the early 60s, 70s, really. So that was his start, and then you went into horror. And what I found quite funny about this one is that it's a non-prosecuted. Yeah, uh, it's it's a lot more violent than Anthropophagus and Absurd, absurd. and more violent than both of them combined as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Ah, uh, it's yeah. yeah. It's like you just watch it in the first five minutes, you're like, "Whoa, there!" Like it's another one of those. Like I guess there's nothing as offensive as pulling a fetus out of a pregnant woman no, no but like but still the violence in this sort of surprised me when I first saw it back when I was like 14 I'm like whoa man like I was whole yeah, thing was violent sure. and it's actually pretty violent and graphic yeah 100% man and that's just another one of those things that makes you just think yeah and that just going off the covers or just one scene compared to a whole film like Anthro is just a fetus eating scene they're just like fuck no to that yeah. they see this it's like oh it's just a bit of violence here and there we can just cut that out that's fine yeah and, and Fulci has a few films on this list as well yes I'm not sure how many but uh, uh, a few fucking maybe three because all the gates of hell is on the list aren't they no no City of Living Dead isn't is it that's right it's, it's not, not. Yeah, that's not. again surprising as well yeah that's not that a lot of other stuff like armor. Ah, mm. but it's a brilliant film. Zombie flesh eaters, is. yeah, mm. yeah, zombie. Um, I think it's three. Yeah, three. And it is a br- brilliant film. I think yeah. it's one of my favorite of all the nasties as well. 
Yeah. Uh, it's the second film of this Gates of Hell trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which that, that would be your favourite film, wouldn't it, Pass? The Beyond? Possession Beyond. Yeah. Possession Beyond. See, and me and Hussein had a little conversation about this. He thinks At the end, do they get trapped in purgatory or hell? They're in hell. Hell? Purgatory. He thinks of purgatory, but it's hell because it's the gates of hell and they open the gates of hell. Yeah. Well, I guess purgatory is the first layer level of hell. But, but, well, the purgatory is between hell Actually, and yeah, heaven, no, yeah. heaven and hell because the purgatory is just nothing. I would say they're more That's in where hell. That's where they were in an empty wasteland. No, but like it hell goes from come... hospital to hotel to hotel to hell. Yeah. Yeah. H H H, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sick. Oh, I see what. Well, Fulci did there. Yeah, see, so you oh, like yeah. it even more, don't you? What? Well, hang on, what did you just say? <laughs> Fulci. Oh, watch out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So we've also got the we'll go, like, amazing Fabio Frizzi doing the soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really beautiful and stunning. Oh, that is a beautiful soundtrack. Beautiful. Soundtrack's yeah. just perfect as And well. the scene that you said before, how it goes from the soundtrack that it goes to the girl actually playing on the piano um, like a good transition there yeah for me I always found that funny it's like it's not mm. meant to be but I'm like I just found it funny that you're playing the movie's theme in the movie as well yeah not many movies exactly. do that right? I know yeah. so no. the, the film starts off with Schweik 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 I don't know his name Schweik getting crucified yes and, um, and lynched like a lynch mob yeah. and he gets Whipped with chains, it's quite nasty. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's um, that thing they throw on him? Is that wax? Yeah, I think it's hot wax. Hot wax. It's hot wax, yeah. and just there's. I thought it was like some kind of like an acid kind of place. I think it's hot wax. Hot wax. Um, mm. and on the Grindhouse releasing, which is probably one of two best releases for it. Yeah, yeah I agree. Cinemacult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the cheapies, <laughs> the people on Centrelink, Cinemacult. Um, on this Grindhouse releasing, there's a bit where. The intro is in colour, and it's from a lost German um, tape. Oh, so the colour one's a German one. Yeah. And the black but, and white one's normal. Yeah, normal. But, like, in the movie it shows black sepia. and white, but you can just... Yeah, it's sepia. In the special features, you can see it in colour. But you, the footage mm. is, like, sort of VHS colour. It's, like, very grainy and, like... Yeah, they never remastered that. Yeah. I quite like the sepia, though. It, it, yeah, it, it gives it's them quite, a bit. Oh, yeah, it gives... Cause, because Fulci said, I say Fulci. Um, Fulci said this film's about atmosphere. Yeah, it's and that and that he hits the nail. Oh, I fucking hits no right doubt. through the eye. He hits the nail <laughs> right through the eye. Hits on the wrist. And there's no doubt this movie's all about atmosphere. Just watch it and it's just brooding with it throughout the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. Even the setting, like I don't think it can be set anywhere else apart from Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. It just fits it so perfect. Exactly. And it's just a really nice looking film especially yeah. like even the cinema cult blue which is how I watched it which is an ex- exact transfer of the arrow yeah. exactly the same features everything so yeah. you've got the arrow version you got the cinema cult version and vice versa yeah. and it, it's really fucking it looks really fucking nice like mm. especially a lot of the greens from a lot of the plant life around it, it it's really colourful yeah and even though the film itself isn't extremely colourful but like the blood and yeah. the, the the carpet in the blind woman's house and all that it, it's really quite and stunning and even just his use of lighting as well just <laughs> amazing yeah exactly uh, kills first kill is the painter owner of the hotel yeah. no the first kill is um yeah the, the 
Fabio is well, um, Shrake. Yeah, Shrake. Was getting he's crucified pa- and... He's painting fucking hell. Yeah. And then everyone just, Face like, just thinks... melts. Yeah, yeah, people think he's um, a, oh, a cultist or a something witch. because he's talking about this in the... You get yeah. the idea he's, like, talking about and what he, people know. He has that book, Ibon. Ibon? Ibon? Yeah. Yeah. Ibon? yeah. So he gets... I think he gets cha- whipped with the chain in the um, face, face, and yep. then he gets dragged down to the basement. And he gets then whipped he... in the legs and arms. As yeah, well. he's he's thrown on the ground. He gets whipped with the chains more. He gets picked up, put against the wall. The nails go crucified. in his wrist, crucified. That's fucking. And there's quite a bit of blood. Yeah, yeah. pissing out and that. And that's when they throw the wax yeah, on him. Hot wax. I think it's hot wax, and it just yeah. starts melting. Let us away. know in the comments what that stuff is. Yeah. Um, and then we go we go to Louisiana present day, I guess. What's yeah. the present day? It's nineteen eighty one. Yep. So fifty. It's meant to be going uh, fifty years after. Yeah. Sixty. Mm-hmm. Something like that. And um, <clears throat> they are rebuilding the hotel. The hotel. And a man falls from the scaffolding, and it's funny when he falls. You see him like he's in the on the couch inside the house, and he's just like fucking bleeding from his mouth profusely. Yeah. <laughs> Where is the doctor? And she fall, and he falls because he sees the, the blind, blind woman. woman. Yeah, she yeah. just has a flashback or flash. Yeah. Herself in the window is like, oh no. Yeah, and the, and then we have the guy fixing. Up he's a plumber. The I think. plumber. Joe the plumber. Joe the plumber. He's um. Oh man. Yeah. You know. Smacking the, the wall down to fix yeah. the fucking piping. And I feel like he's the one that opens the opens gate. Opens the gate to hell. He opens the gate to hell. And he Excellent. like peeks through the hole and like fucking zombie. And yeah, we got and just, an just incredible eye gouge with the finger. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot of eye stuff that happens in this movie. Yeah. Lucy well, loves a lot of eye popping. I know. He fucking loves the eye popping. There's yeah. also lots of close up of eyes as well. Yeah. Lucy's well, about the eyes. It's all about mm. the eyes. Um, so yeah, like the, the hand squeezes the face, fingers go in the eye sockets, pops and they out. just pop out from the side. I'm like, yes, fuck yes. So then yeah. we also have Liza driving down the freeway, where I believe one of the most iconic images in the film yeah. happens, which is the blind woman on the freeway with her German Shepherd. Yeah, yeah. just that fucking. It's mm, beautiful. Scented, just perfect. Everything's like misty, foggy. Yeah, a, a little bit, bit misty. Yeah. And it's just like one straight road, and it's good. Isn't like water on each side, isn't there? Yeah, it's like, it's a, like a little bridge. It's a bridge, yeah, yeah. It's like a freeway bridge. So yeah. it just works perfectly. And it's just weird because she's just there, blind. She's just, just there, yeah. and appears out in the, the middle. Way. Just appears, yes. It, it's very beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's like there, uh, yeah. Like a lot of people will be like, "Oh, this is just common trash," but I don't know. You watch a lot of they don't understand. It's just like, well, you know. Well, fuck them if they call it trash. Yeah. Damn right. Well, yeah, no, that was great. And then, you know, he, he Lisa drives, you know, her back home and, you know, um, but then, um, they, what, they go to the, oh, yeah, that's right, they find, um, Schwake's corpse floating mm-hmm. as well and then they go to the morgue. Yep. Yeah. The wife finds her, Joe the Plumber, dead. Yeah, I find Joe the Plumber dead. And, you know, they go to the hospital with their little ranger daughter. Yeah, the fucking ranger. Yeah. 
Um, Who has the best death scene in all this? That's got the fucking best death. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking great. Yeah, I know yeah. your favourites are crucifixion, you're saying, but the, the fucking that redhead. Yeah, that redhead. Fucking hell. The, her soul is ripped from her. Yeah. <laughs> and then we've got the, the, right, woman, yeah. the woman just screaming in the yeah. morgue for some reason after she's just dressed her husband, Joe the Plumber, <laughs> whose face has also gone kind of melty. Yeah, it's very it black and old and... Melty. Yeah. <laughs> and melty. Yeah. But yeah, it's very... He's been out in the sun. But then she knocks over the acid. Yeah. And it, it slowly dissolves her face as the ranged daughter comes in. Yeah. And this scene cool. is great because you got the really cool bubbling and this slow dissolve. It actually it, goes it, on for a, a decent amount of time. It's cool because it's sort of like a slower version of um, Raiders of the Lost Ark when they melt. Yeah. Because you just see like the, the um, cream pinkness flow and then you got the red. Red. And the red really splashes up as yeah, well. Yeah, it does. And, like, all the bubble, acid bubbles start to turn yeah. red and shit. So it's fucking awesome. And so then you, you've just got this poor little girl who's Joe Plummer died. Yep. just died. <laughs> exactly. Her mum. Freckly redhead. It's just like... Oh. And then this is the weirdest bit, though, because you see her at the, the cemetery, right? Yeah, the funeral. But, um, the funeral. Where you see her turn Yeah, because that's the thing. When she she freaks out because the acid starts to go everywhere on the floor. Her. Go near her, so she walks to. She opens like the morgue door, and like a body falls towards her. And there's yeah, a freeze and that, frame of like, ah! and I feel like that's where when she. When the zombies happen. Yeah, because with uh, the thing I see is like when they have the white eyes. I feel like that they're dead. They're yeah. just like a spirit now. So I think when that she dies, oh, okay, there, she dies there. And do you see her? Everyone sees her, but is a spirit, but she's right. actually dead. That's why the, um, the girl with the German Shepherd has got white eyes. Yeah. She's, like, escaped hell, and she's fucking... Yeah. And it, and this... All this... All right, she, that's yeah. the 30-minute point there. Right when that zombie <laughs> comes out. We've had all this in 30 fucking minutes. That's a great start to a film. And mm. fucking in the next five to ten, we see Lucci have a cameo. And another great scene, too. Yes. Yeah. Is that at the phone booth? Library. Oh, okay. The library, yeah. The library. But, um... The li- yeah, that's why I think um, I think the little girl's dead because you can when in like the whole spirit kind of ideology. I guess I'm just making that up, but um, you um, fuck off, cat. No <laughs> kidding. Um, spirits would probably want people they know to be seen to see them because I never really like they choose about people that to way. see them. Yeah, yeah and exactly. Well, like, yeah, well, that would make sense because I remember when she's like, "Did you go to the house?" and the guy's like, "Yeah, I've been in that house. That house has been abandoned for forty yeah, exactly. years." Exactly, and that's why. Yeah, okay. that girl is only. I only want you to see me. Kind yeah. Of thing. So then you know we've got the the blind chick also sensing the evil in the painting and in room thirty six. Yes. And her hands start bleeding. Is that when she runs out of the house? When her hands bleed. Yeah, and the slow motion. It's sort of like repeated like five times. Yeah. Yeah. Again, but it's very beautiful. I know. It's good. It does create the atmosphere and it just like makes the girl think like, why is she running out like that? And it just, it's kind of like one of those moments that Dario would do that like Mm. this moment's important. So I'm going to show it from different angles, slow it down and all that. But I feel like it's not yeah. important I think, as it is meant to be. But then I think Liza sees... Does she see um, Sheik nailed to the wall? Yeah, in the... Yeah. And then oh, she freaks out and yeah. she runs down. She, uh, she opens there. the door and then there's lightning and it's the lightning 
that comes into the room, she sees him nailed to the yeah, that, wall. That's another fun thing. It goes from night to day, like, instantly. Right? Uh, yeah. yeah. But again, that just adds to, like, the, yeah. the dream-like mm. atmosphere. Exactly. There's so much of this weirdness happens, just adds to the whole surreal feeling of it. Yeah. Because that's probably the whole film. The film's probably meant to be purgatory because it's like the ghosts and spirits are all there mm. and there's all the dreamlike sequences and there's hell and like yeah. apart from all the spirits and all that is not heaven or normal life or whatever yeah so then they go to the library well no she sees the eyebomb book at a bookstore yes with the creepy laughing guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's just a bad yes yeah and then they go to another library, and that's when the, the spider scene comes. Yes, in. and uh, Lucci makes cameo appearance as a librarian. Yep. Just a lovely little man. And he doesn't have his beard there. He's nice, nice clean, clean shaven. He's nice clean shaven, still got the fucking receding hairline of like yeah. football, but uh, he's seen there. He, he's always. Mm, um, the spider scene is kind of interesting, though, because it, it, it's all revolving around this eyebomb book. Yes. Is it, that's like the true power of the, the evil, I guess, or who knows? But um, only fool she knows. So then we've got you know the spider attack, which is quite cool. Yeah. A bit hokey, I yeah. guess, a little bit with, with the some fake of the spiders. spiders. Because but it fits in with the real spiders as yeah. well, and with the fake spiders, like the leg, they got the spiders have eight legs, and you see legs moving at different times. Yeah, and all that, so it makes. They kind of try and give off the effect that it's real with moving different And it different does pretty times. well. It yeah. does pretty well. Like, the bit where it bites off his tongue is quite yeah. unnerving. Exactly. Mm. Like, the tongue and then the lip, uh, mm. the eye. Yeah, and that's definitely an iconic moment in the movie as well. Yeah, exactly. Everyone remembers the crucifixion, the blind girl on the highway, and the spiders. And that's, mm. I don't think, anything else. Well, look, the, the, <laughs> the spiders... The spiders grow. I like the spiders. Him. And then the, the, the plan of the hotel actually disappears from the book. Yeah, slowly yes. and slowly, yeah. yeah because another away. guy falls off a ladder and that's he's sort of like dead. He can't move. Yeah. Mm. Does it show you what he found in the book before he falls down? Well, I think there's the throwing plans. the plan of the hotel yeah. and like why it was built there and like probably the meaning yeah. as it being a gate to hell. And yeah, like, oh, and then falls down. Yeah, falls down oh. and gets killed by spiders. Yeah. So is then... spiders one of the plagues? No, I don't think so. No. Ah, I thought that might be. Um, and so then we have the... and uh, the triantulus too. Triantulus is the most plastic fucking spiders yeah. in the world too. <laughs> they fucking like you Not... pick them up from their legs. Like, what's going on here? Oh, and they're triantulus from how? <laughs> uh, the worst kind of spider. The worst spider. So then we've got, um, what I've just written down as a note, is Black Bathtub Corpse, which is a dirty bathwater yes. corpse that comes out, which uh, is Joe Plummer. Yeah, pl- I wouldn't and put my hand he... in that fucking bathtub. Yeah, no, that... That's the grossest bit in the film. I know. And she like, rips out a bunch of like, hair. Uh, yeah. I would, I'd fucking, that would make me gag. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that. And that leads to another eye gouging scene. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up there, son. <laughs> so Joe the Plumber comes back to life. And he's somehow in the bathtub. Kills his wife. Kills his wife. Oh, it's not his wife, sorry. It's, it's the maid. Yeah, maid. Like uh, pushing her. Pushes her against the wall where a nail is sticking out. And it, it pops her eyeball out. Yeah, her right eyeball. And it's exact. fucking great. Yes. Another eye gouging. 
from the other end as well, not from front end, from back end too. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes the back end's yeah, a good antidote. Exactly. Yeah. Come from the back. Uh, and, uh, and then we go back to um, Emily, the blind girl. Yes. In her house. You know. And that's where the transition to the piano music is. Yeah. Up there. And that's also when um, um, Shrek comes back. Shrek. We just call him Shrek. 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 <laughs> He's just like, this is my swamp. <laughs> um, <laughs> it works. And um, I thought, what are you doing in my swamp? <coughs> and I think this is probably one of the most violent scenes, in my opinion. It's, yeah. it's is that when she's confronted by all the demons? She's confronted by all the zombies. And she's like, no, I don't want to go and back. And then Diggy, the dog, Attacks one of the zombies. It attacks Shrek. Shrek, yep. And it attacks a couple, and then she's like, "Good boy, good yeah, boy." Yeah, it calms down, but then, of course, it's it's eating the manifestation of evil. Yes, and it rips out poor Emily's throat. Yes, <laughs> and <laughs> gruesome effect, yeah. which is a really cool effect. It, it, it looks fucking, fucking it great. It gushes out like a motherfucker. It's awesome. And then when it eats off the ear as well, yeah, it's just, oh. It's cool, because that's like the extra bit, and all it's just the throat or whatever, just one piece, but then it goes for the side head. Yeah. And I'm just, I, I actually, I'm interested to know if that's the same dog mannequin for Suspiria. Possibly. <laughs> like, if you just think I'm like, the baby girl for the throat, you know, they don't really jaw close, mouth mm. movements. So then and we've got... And they're both German Shepherds for the blind. We should contact our good friend Argento and ask him. Yeah, exactly. So when we're back at the hotel, Liza is going fucking mental. She keeps seeing the zombies, but then she runs into the... I don't know his name. The guy. The guy. David Warbeck? Yeah. We'll just call him... And he's just like, um... What are you talking about? It's okay, don't worry. But then it turns out that the hotel is one of the seven gateways to hell. Yep. And the painting starts bleeding... And the mm. zombies, uh, you know, um, they run off. And a, another cool effect I really like is the lights go on in the house and you see the silhouette of the zombies in the, the mm. hotel. Yeah. yeah. And that's really fucking cool. Yeah, it's just cool. I'm like... Mm. So then they're back at the hospital mm. and Liza's hands start bleeding. So I think that's something to do with stigmata. Yeah. Um, you Especially, know. well, yeah, because it's all about how and like, it's... I guess it's got a religious tone to it and you know the guy gets crucified yeah and since the blind chick gets fucking bloody hands yeah so she's got the bloody hands and um then the zombies come in and this is where it gets really cool because zombies just start getting shot in the arms the guts and the head yeah but there's a lot of shots and some really, really cool zombie makeup effects, yeah. especially there's this one bald one. Yeah, it's like and he's he has had a fucking bottom or something. Yeah. And it, it yeah, looks really it, yeah. fucking good. It looks really fucking good. Yeah, because it's, it's cool having like zombies from like a hospital morgue because they like, you can see them as patients. Yeah. You can see like all the surgery pieces yeah, that have done. Died, yeah, yeah, patients yeah. that have died. So it's not just like a typical fucking zombie film. Mm. It's got like whatever, just a bite. But these have got fucking injuries sustained. Yeah. So um, I, I really like that in the hospital. Just all them, you know, mm. the looks of it all and shit. Yeah. It's, it's and they walk cool. so fucking slow yeah. too. So it's just like, it's sort of, it's funny because if Joe 
directed this, it'd be really dull and boring, but it's not because I walk really slowly. It's like a slow shuffle. Even the hospital scene is like one of my favourites. It's just so beautifully done. And yeah. so many zombies die. Yeah. Like eight, uh, there's eight zombie headshots in the film. Okay, and there's quite That's a few that get shot that don't die as well. Yeah, so just... and, and then we've also got that great scene when the doctor gets yeah. the yeah. glass. He shoots the glass out and it goes into yeah. his face. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, it just hits him in the front, like two major big pieces yeah. or three pieces. Yeah, him in, you know, typical Lucha is just blood pouring fucking from yeah. those wounds. And that's really cool. I really like that. And that's when Eliza goes down in the elevator to the more basement. Yeah. Where more zombies rise. And then as they're there, she's looking after the little ranger ginger kid. Yes. And then the ginger kid looks up, and of course, got the pale devil fucking yeah, pale devil eyes. And probably the best kill. The best kill. The best the kill. Best. <laughs> the fucking... Ah! <laughs> oh. It's great. Ah! Oh. And, you know, who listen this and know the film and know the kill? And yeah. just... It's a real rubbery neck ceramic head kind of look, which is what yeah. I like it. And you actually see it blow as well. Yeah, yeah. it like... This is like a scan is from the front. <laughs> and, like, the neck moves back and it, like, yeah. kind of has some... And some movement there and the blood literally pours up. And, uh, it's 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 art. It is fucking art. art. Talk about having a splitting headache. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> no, yeah, fucking David Warbeck comes in, saves the day, and fucking shoots the bitch. Yeah. And, um, in the head. She had it coming. Fucking uh, two thirds of her head just disappeared. Yep. And so then they, you know, are running around in the hospital, and they go down some stairs. Yes. They, and then they're in the hotel again. Yes, exactly. Yep. So, kind of maybe... They had already died, possibly, then. Maybe. Due to your um, theory with the redhead girl. Yeah. They could have died ages ago, because... Uh, as we know, when they get down to the, the basement... Yeah, the, near the end, they walk into the hell, the, and then... The painting. They, yeah. And, and their eyes go white. Eyes go white. So, it, true. I might have an idea. Yeah. There, yeah. That... They could have died in the fucking zombie attack yeah. or something. Or they could have been, like, bitten or some shit. Yeah. And it, scratched or whatever. It, it is, like, one of them movies where people go, uh, I don't know what's really going on. But really, if you think about it, it's just simple. But yeah. it is also complex. There's complex over undertones. Mm. Yeah. But the rest of it is just kind of, this book's evil, the gates of hell, the hotels go to hell. When you you're in hell, obviously nothing fucking makes sense. Because you actually have to think about it as well. It's not like, here's a plot simple you just sort of have to think about it and that's what makes it such an iconic movie where you think it's a typical zombie movie but it's not because there's just way more happening oh yeah so, yeah and he ends like at the perfect place as well and yeah that ending's just oh, it's a favorites. great ending too it's just like it's just like so bleak and miserable where and they're a, meant to be your yeah. heroes yet they're trapped in this wasteland and it's Ooh. kind of like another sort of same styled shot as um the girl on the freeway yeah. I'll buy herself because it's just them two. Um, right in the middle, there's smog everywhere, but this is a black, dark um, fucking yeah. thing. I just love that shot where you sort of just see them, like, um, with the eyes. And they just... <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah, and they, they they don't know what to do And anymore. then having, like, like, the, like oh. the score just come on in and the credits roll. Yeah. Like, but then they also just fade out. Yeah. They mm. eventually fade. They fade out. And then out. he sort of moves out and then you realise 
It's the painting. It's a painting, and that's it, yeah. And the painting bleeds at one point as well, as well which yeah. again is kind of like a religious thing, is like, you know, a book yeah. or a, 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 an inanimate object bleeding. Yeah, it is. That's um, interesting. I never thought of the film as being religious, but now talking about yeah. it and just picking up that, I'm like... It's, it's, got a, it's about the gates of hell. Yeah, exactly. You know? Gates of hell and there was an Italian. And someone gets very religious. as well. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, but like, you know, that's just... Fucking for shock value too. Yeah. So deaths, we've got eight deaths, sixteen including the zombies. zombies. So I say it's sixteen deaths. Fuck it, because you have to include the zombies because the redhead girl, she's a zombie. Yeah, technically, bang counts. So it's sixteen deaths. Fuck, that's decent. That's a, a lot of deaths. A lot of them, like you know, half of them are quick zombie headshots. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, because yeah. But that is not where the real gore. Lies. No, and that yeah, true. It's, it's the shots of them getting shot in the stomach and the arms. This happened multiple packs. times. Yes, there's Can't a lot be. of blood squibs in this film. Exactly, but yeah, I think it's a uh, on the rating scale. It's definitely like it, it's it's, a, it's it, a horror film that a lot of uh, every fucking horror fan should watch. It's one of those. Yep. And if even you, if you're not a horror fan, like you should just still watch this movie <laughs> because it's sort of an exercise in how you can sort of. Put across a movie that seems shocking but with great un- atmospheric undertones. Yeah. yeah, it's good for atmosphere. Like, and like you know, you don't need to be drunk to enjoy it. You don't need no. any beers, zero beers. Well, you don't need any pizza. It's it's great. Yeah. Well, like yeah. You just need but a film. As, yeah, but as a rating, I give it like a full large in a slab. It's fucking great. Yeah, but see, I gave but the like, last I, film a slab because I need a slab to get through it. Yeah, <laughs> so my rating. But this is work, a slab of enjoyment. Ah, oh, the slab of enjoyment. It's a fucking liquor shop, mate. It's a liquor shop with this a pizza is like, shop. This is the wine behind the glass case yeah. kind of film. It's got... Alright, so it's like you walk into this magical brothel that gives you free alcohol and pizza and blowjobs forever. That's this movie. It's like masturbating with a nice warm slice of pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Extra... Pepperoni. Yeah. <laughs> Extra pepperoni. And pineapple. And some anchovies as well. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's like the highest rating you can get. Just not only one of my favourite Nazis, but one of my favourite movies in general. Like, sure. It's definitely, I think, in my top 15 of all time. Mm. All time. It's just so good. Like and That's why I own like five different copies of it, even though half of them I didn't even watch. And I spent like... <laughs> You know, $100. I spent, like, you know, $70 on a cut take that I'm never going to watch. Exactly. Or $120 on a statue version of this movie. Exactly. Um, so, I don't know when it was picked up on the list, but it wasn't per- prosecuted, this film. Yeah. So, it's a Section 2 non-prosecuted, but it was released uncut on the 10th of October 2000. And the best release would be... Cinecult. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that would be the, the Grindhouse releasing. Grindhouse, Arrow Steel, but and Arrow. I've just yeah, because talked feet. to Hussein about this that um they have different special features on yeah. both Ex- exclusive for exclusive of, for that release. So yeah. like, there are some features guess, that are just on the Grindhouse, and yeah. there are some that are just on the. Arrow. So I mean, like if you want yeah. all the features, get both copies. Or but, you um, could get the Cinema Cult. For ten bucks, the nice German oh, release. Oh yeah, that Hussein has yeah, number five, of five hundred made with just oh, a statue, but only like four special features, and one of them's like still galleries. <laughs> 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 
Well, they, yeah. they went out. They went all out on that release. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I had the Cinema Cult version of this. I did have the Arrow Blu-ray, but I gave it to a friend um, because I was like, "Well, I've got the other two on Cinema Cult. It will look better yeah. as all three on Cinema Cult." And honestly, and I don't like, need every single version of this film. Nah. I like this film. I only need one copy yeah, of this. Film. Honestly, like you know, if you don't own it, you haven't seen it. The Cinema Cult's the way to go. It's cheap and the. P- Picture quality is yeah. as great as you're going to get for paying for a forty dollar copy. Yeah, it's exactly the same as the Arrow. It's a, it's a direct port. It's got the special features and everything, and it's like fifteen bucks, ten bucks for a yeah, Blu-ray. Exactly. You know, it's fucking well and truly worth that. And it's uncut, so. And it's uncut, yeah. Yeah. The Australian never got it uncut until the. What what did you say before? I'm not sure if my the DVD I have. Is I'm pretty sure that DVD is cut. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's uncut my one. Mm. I just bought it as a novelty. Because uh, mm. I'm like, oh, I remember seeing this at JB, and never could afford it. Oh. So that's why I got it. Yeah. Interesting. Can you? It's got that kind of cover. Yeah, it's got the Grindhouse releasing cover. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I want to have a look at it. I want <coughs> to inspect it. Mm. All right. Background information. Palace Explosive VHS. Cut to shit. Cut to <laughs> shit. And if anyone out there has it for sale, hit me up because I fucking need it. Have you watched the Palace Explosive cut? Yeah. I watched it as a kid, yeah. How yeah. much? Is, is it just the gore that's cut and that's it? Just the gore, but like, there's a lot cut in here, man. They're like three, four minutes. Yeah. That's the funny thing with um, the Palace Explosive. It's Everyone wants that. Yeah. Everyone, everyone wants those releases, but they're all like cut to they'll shit. They'll pay top dollar for a mint copy of it. Doesn't matter if it's 100, 200, 300, they'll pay it. But it's cut to shit. Yeah, but we, we don't watch them. I don't watch the, the VHS. I've got it on Blu-ray. I, yeah. I just want that cover. I remember that cover as a kid. Mm. Um, yeah, interesting facts. Bob Murawski of Grindhouse Releasing restored the film in 98. Bob. He's a film editor and used a shot from this film in the Spider-Bite dream sequence in Spider-Man 2002. Which wow. sequence? Um, I'm guessing uh, the spider bite dream sequence when I'm guessing Tobey Maguire has a dream sequence there's yeah. probably a shot of um, the spiders attacking oh yeah 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 yeah. That's pro- right. I think like crawling the floor or something. yeah that's right yep. shit there, there you go um, during the final scene in the Beyond's Abyss the sand covered bodies lying around on the ground were actually stark naked street derelicts who were paid in alcohol Wow. <laughs> yeah. They were just covered with dust and shit. <laughs> so it was actual people. So, alright, so if you're really left wing, you can't watch this film as it is fucking exploiting the homeless. The homeless. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like fueling their alcoholism as well. Um, them with that. Yeah, uh, DVD commentary. I don't know what DVD release, but commentary for the film that David Warbeck did was. He did it two weeks before he died from cancer. Wow. Yeah. Which was sad. Uh, the Swedish rock band Europe, great band, uh, based the song... <laughs> based the song Seven Doors to Hell... Seven Doors Hotel from their first album on this film. The lyrics are a basic retelling of the plot of the film. Oh. The song became a hit in Japan. And still she popular. opens the book on I bought. <laughs> yeah. Still a popular track in their live shows, and they are touring Australia, so... Sick. You let's <laughs> not go. <laughs> exactly. We're going. Uh, when David Warbeck answers the phone at the Jazz Saloon, the director is reflected in the mirror behind him. 
That's Ooh. why I thought it was at the phone booth. Mm. No, not phone booth, the jazz salon. Um, David Warbeck did want to like change little bits in the script, so when he goes to the ho- um the house, the abandoned and house, and opens it with the cheers. cheers. David wanted to use an axe because he wanted to like um be- make it a homage to The Shining. So it was like telling Luch, he's like, oh, you know, Shining, here's Johnny, here's Johnny. And Luch is like, no, 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 no. I'm Italian, you can't change it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Do a quote from Fulvishi. Yes, do the quote, it's a good quote. <laughs> People who blame the Beyond for its lack of story have not understood that it's a film of images. True. Which must, which must be received without any reflection. They say it's very difficult to interpret such film, but it's easy to interpret a film with threads. Any idiot can understand Leonardo's Le Cage of Follis. I don't know how to pronounce that. Le Cage of Follis. Follis, or even Carpenter's Escape from New York. While The Beyond or Argento's Inferno are absolute films. And I do love... Totally agree with that. Yeah. And I do love the fucking um, quote he does. I'm not a criminal because I make horror films. A lot of Italian directors... Genre directors are animal lovers. Mario Bava loved cats. Ricardo Frida loves horses. And Dario Argento loves himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking, that's the best. <laughs> ah, but fucking praise to Lucci. Yep. He's yeah. a great man. Fulci. Fulci lives. Fulci. Fulci fucking lives. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. And when I was watching the fucking special features on the Grindhouse releasing... Um, there was a Euro showing in 1994, <coughs> and Lucci was going to talk about a new film he was making, but he never really made that film, mm. because he died. Passed, yeah, carked it. Carked it two years later. I know, and fucking, so I'm just like wondering what that film would have been like. The sequel probably to the, shit. Sequel <laughs> to the Beyond. Honestly, it probably would have been shit. Probably. Yes. Have you seen Touch of Death from 88 films? Not yet. Oh, totally no. shit. Cause, um, yeah, it's average. Because, um, yeah, his first horror film, Lizard in a Woman's Skin. Yeah, I, like, I like that movie. That's a good film, but it's not in it's full not gore horror like him. Yeah. What about Return of White Thing? That's a great film. Yeah. Don't Torture a Duckling. I love Don't, uh, Don't Torture a Duckling is one of them films when I first watched it, I was bored as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but then that final scene where he falls off the cliff... I was like, that is fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. And of course, how can you go past the New York Ripper, man? Oh, well, New yeah. York Ripper's great. That's sort of definitely one of the best, like, it's, you know, everyone tells you, oh, it's, it's violent, it's extreme, it's this. I'm like, oh, how violent can it be? I watch it, but I'm like, whoa. Because this is a it's funny pretty thing. Fun. Um, and it's not only violence, the sex in it's pretty extreme yeah, as well. Yeah, with the Lucci, like... Like, that's just... During the f- 50... Uh, from 59 to 71... Well, he fucking made about 20-odd films. Yeah. In that time, then it just became lesser and lesser when he got into more horror. Yeah. I would say. Like, Four of the Apocalypse is a great fucking western. Violent is all thing. All fuck. Yeah. Did he ever do a post-apocalyptic movie or no? Ah. I know he did like a... a Conquest. No, that's more of a... Sword and Sword. Yeah, I know he did like a... Sandal and Sword one. I don't think he did. No. Surprising. He sort of stuck with horror in the 80s, really. And that's what he was known for. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Have any of you seen the movie he was meant to make last before? The Wax Mask? 
Yeah, like I that, think that's probably what. Um, in yeah, the that was meant to be his last one, but I think I'm. Um, it was a screen, He did a screenplay, and the funny thing is, um, over it for him, like someone else directed it for him. Director instead. was Sergio Citavelli. Yeah. Okay. Writers were Lucia Felici, and it was presented. I think my like producers were Dario. Yeah, so Dario yeah, so like they sort of unfinished it off in, in tribute to him. Yeah. Mm. So um, yeah, if you're interested to see that film, I haven't seen it, but. I don't know, it's probably average. I don't know. Paris 1900. A couple are horribly murdered by a masked man with a metal claw who rips out their, rips their hearts out. Cool. Sounds fucking heart ripping and shit. Sounds heartwarming. Ah, uh, you fucking... Good romantic movie. But yeah, fucking right up there on the horror scale, right up there on your watch list. What yeah. about favourite scenes? Like, I know we kind of did favourite kills scenes cause I'm probably going to have to say my favourite scene as a whole is the, the like face melt with the the, the acid the acid oh, in the, the hospital yeah. Okay. yeah my favourite would be just the ending just yeah mm. um, talk- just as they sort of run into the abyss and just you know the whole slow mo turn around and oh, realise yeah, actually like, yeah. scratch that my favourite scene is the, the the fucking throat rip of the dog yeah that whole scene cause that just amazing. Like, gushes out yeah. Fuck my, yeah. My favourite scene is not a kill. Yeah, mine wasn't a kill. What? What? My favourite scene is right at the very start. The lynch mob oh, arri- yeah. arriving in the boats. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it works so well. And the, the awesome thing is, normally those like old style shots for a film are in black and white, but this is in like a light brown. Yeah. yeah. The whole way through. With Sepia tone, yeah. Yeah. You know, some shit's about to go down when you see, like, you know, 20, 30 people yeah. going, going so to one two, place. There's two boats, and as soon as the boats come, there's two cars. I'm like, could you just fucking hold my carpool or something? <laughs> <laughs> like, know. shit. You know, like, you know, like, are you almost there? <laughs> yeah, almost there. Over. <laughs> and if you're in Louisiana and you see a lynch mob walking towards you, ah, no shit's gone. You better not be black. Especially in the you better, <laughs> you better not be black. And the whole scene where they're just, you know, Walking through the hotel, and they want to find this and one. And it's great guy. because they walk oh, past and they the walk back, yeah, who's black. black. Yes, and exactly. It's like, oh my god, this is like creepy as hell. I'm, yes, you kind of think, oh my god, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And you yeah. see what happens, like, whoa. Mm. Yeah, I think my favorite one, scene might be the ending. Yeah, the it's just like nice atmosphere. Yeah, it's just, just like. It's a, I like. It's just a bleak ending. I like bleak endings. I know, it's me like, too. It's just like the perfect way to finish it. Like the score comes in and just yeah. Yeah. There's a very big wall factor right at that scene. Mm. Yeah. I remember seeing it for the first time, like, yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> you're, you're probably just like, oh, they fucking cut it right at the end. <laughs> no, I did not complain at all when I saw that, no. Because, yeah, like, you know, I don't know how else you could have ended that. Like, it's perfect ending. I guess it's just one the of those. The devil coming out and fucking butt fucking them to death. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> The devil comes out, just like Saddam, who's saying, "Oh, hey, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, pal, come oh, on, okay. Saddam, on a fire." On that note, I think maybe we should end this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, yeah, um, yeah. Next yeah. episode, next episode, because we didn't do it in time. Uh, double Friday the Thirteenth, one and two. Yeah. So. So yeah, we, we we're are just gonna let. Yeah, just do this all by himself. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. 
Uh, See you next week. Peace. Good night, my lovelies.